Hey y'all, and welcome to, I don't know what I'm doing, the podcast. I'm Alexandria. I apologize for not putting out an episode last week. Um, I was somewhere very exciting that I'll talk about soon. Um, Well, I guess I can do it now. I can do a quick recap. So for our family vacation, for my family vacation this year, uh, me, my dad, my mom, and my little brother went to Dubai and Abu Dhabi. Um... We all left from Dallas because that is where most of my family lives. Um, And we got on a 16-hour flight. Uh, It was a straight flight, 16 hours, to Dubai. Um, I have been on long flights like this before, but it, it was a different type of long. Before the flights I were on, we had a layover. So, you know, it was, you had 16 hours travel time, but you had a quick break in the middle. There was no break. You had to walk around the plane if you wanted to get any type of, you know, leg movement. They had plenty of movies. I watched, like, all the Harry Potter movies. I watched plenty of Marvel movies. I'm pretty sure I watched Black Panther three times. Um, They did give us food. I'm a picky eater, so it was gross to me, but... You know, whatever. I tried to sleep as much as possible, which is almost impossible because you're in an uncomfortable position. There's people everywhere. It's cold. Let me stop complaining, though, because I have fun. So we did a little bit of everything. We rode camels, went on a safari trip to the desert. Uh, We went, I don't know what to call it, not sand duning, but... We rode through the sand dunes in like a big SUV and it was really like a roller coaster. And I was scared because there was actually one car that got stuck. And our driver was like, oh yeah, he'll get out in the jiffy. But like, who wants to be stuck in the desert in the sand? But anyway, we ended up going um, at nighttime and it was really pretty at night. And actually it cooled off a lot. So it wasn't like super, super hot at night in in the middle of the desert. Um, But we had, like, a barbecue. We had some curry chicken, um, some hummus. So that part was fun. We did lots of shopping. I'm pretty sure we went to the mall, like, every day. Um, They have two malls that we went to, the Mall of Dubai and um, the Mall of, uh, what is it? The Mall of Emirates, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Uh, So we did plenty of shopping. They have, like, big boy shopping. Like, like there was one Forever 21. And there was Zara. and But they got big boy shopping. Like, there's not a store that they don't have. If you give me a name of a store, they have it. They had everything. And I saw everything. I was even trying on stuff that I know I can't afford. I just wanted to try it on just to see how it looks. So that was fun for me. <laughs> um, what else did we do? We went to the beach one day, which was also incredibly hot. It got up to 115 degrees. Um, so we moved from the beach to the pool, which was a little bit cooler. But we only stayed out there for like a good hour because it was hot. Um, but you can cool off in the pool. Not so much the ocean. 
Um, the Persian Gulf is hot because it is hot because we were in the desert. We also did a tour of Dubai, which was very interesting because we went to a couple of museums where we learned like the history of the city, the history of the UAE, um, which is the United Arab Emirates, um, which is the country that Dubai is in. So we learned about the history of Dubai, the history of the UAE, um, the history of the, the people um, that reside in the country. Um, we went to a couple of mosques in Dubai, but we weren't allowed in. But we did go to the Grand Mosque in Abu Dhabi, which was absolutely breathtaking. Um, the floors are made out of marble. You know, you have to wear the traditional garments uh, for women when they enter. And you have to take your shoes off. Um, but it's beautiful. Everything is like, it's very open and it's like white and there's gold trim everywhere. They have, I think like the biggest chandelier. I don't know if he said in the world, but it was a big, beautiful chandelier. It was made of crystals. So that was a great experience. They did teach us some of um, the history of the mosque, you know, how much um, it took, how much it cost to build it, um, you know, how they, use the mosque um they pray five times a day um it's all they pray towards mecca that kind of thing so it was very educational we went to a museum in um abu dhabi as well and we saw a couple of uh the what they call sheiks um and the son of the sheik which is the prince we saw their palaces you know <laughs> i might get me a son of the sheik <laughs> no no, never mind. Um, but all in all, it was a great trip. I had so much fun with my family. I was jet lagged for a couple of days while I was there. And I was jet lagged for a couple of days now that I'm back. Um, but what's strange is I used to not be able to wake up at like 6, 7 a.m. But now I've been popping up at 6, 7 a.m. in the morning. And I don't know why, but I've been taking advantage of it and trying to be as productive as possible. So... If you have any questions about vacationing in Dubai, you can always ask me. Um, I did help my parents plan it, kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of, but I probably can answer any questions you do have. Um, and we're going to get on with the episode. So this episode is, I don't know how to be a friend. I have been questioning my friendship skills. And personally, I've been trying to make sure that I am being the type of friend that I would want. But I, when I did that, when I did that self-evaluation, I kind of realized that maybe I don't need to be the type of friend that I would want because I don't know if that's a healthy friendship. Um, I do believe that friendships are like relationships. I mean, they are a type of relationship. They're not a romantic relationship, but they are a type of relationship. And just like any relationship, you need to do upkeep. You need to have, you need to do maintenance on your relationships. Even relationships with family, um, parents, siblings, uh, you have to do check-ins. You have to make sure, you know, that your loved ones are okay. And it's the same in friendships. And sometimes I let that slip. Sometimes I get so caught up in what I'm doing and how I'm feeling that I forget about what's going on around me. But I'm not the type to forget about you in your face, if that makes sense. Well, I'm not, I don't want to say I forget. I, 
I kind of cave inward if that's if that's I don't know if that's a good way to describe it but think of something like collapsing on itself so if I have a problem not a problem with individual just a problem problem in my life instead of reaching out and talking to to my friends that when people I can I consider myself close to I cave inward and I don't talk to anyone for long periods of time which isn't always healthy and my close friends will notice and recently we've had conversations and they've kind of been like many arguments and I don't necessarily argue with my friends and it's because of the way that I go about my friendships and it's hard to explain because I don't mean to cut people off because I'm not the type if I consider you a friend I'm not gonna cut you off and not give you an explanation as to why because I feel like that's trifling and that's rude there are some people that you can cut off and you don't need it. You don't need to give them an explanation because nine times out of ten, they know what they did. But if I consider you in my circle, in my sister tribe, in my group, I'm not going to cut you off and be like, you know, I'm just not talking to you and you ask me why and I act like I can't talk about it. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I don't personally think that's healthy, but, you know, some people might beg to differ. Back to my topic. Um... So I've been evaluating how I function as a friend, how I am as a friend, and I kind of found a couple of bad habits that I have. Um, one is caving inward and not, um, I guess, utilizing my friends when I do have problems. But I also feel like, you know, if I'm always talking about my problems, I feel like I'm dumping on my friends. And that's one thing. I've had people dump on me, and I'm just not getting to the point where... People don't dump on me anymore or I don't allow them. I'm able to separate, you know, their problems because before I would just absorb everybody's issues. So I feel like if I go out and just tell all of my problems and I'm just throwing my problems on somebody else. And I don't want to do that because I don't think that's healthy either. Um, And a lot of times the problems I have, nobody can help me with. I have to do them myself. So, you know... Telling people all, telling people about my problems isn't always the best way for me to deal with things. Um, another thing that I'm not so good at is uh, being not confrontational, but um, vocal. So if I do have a problem, I'm not going to say anything. If you come to me and say, hey, I think we have a problem, I might decide to say something. But I'm never going to come to you and be like, hey... I don't like to, I don't like such and such. I don't like this. I don't like that. I've done that in the past, and what happened was, what happened was, the girl told me, "That's just the way I am. You can either take it or leave it. If you don't like the type of person I am, then whatever." And you know, at to some extent, okay. But if you have bad habits. I'm not going to take bad habits because that just that's that don't make good sense. But anyway, I, I kind of stopped um, being um, upfront and vocal about issues that I might have, which they, that causes buildup. And we have buildup, you know, eventually you're going to boil over. And that has that is what can happen. 
Um, has it exactly happened to me? Kind of, but not really, but kind of. So I'm working on making sure that that doesn't happen because I don't want it to. Because I really value my friends. Um, another trait I have is disappearing for long periods of time and then coming back and wondering why uh, everybody doesn't receive me like I want them to. Because I've been gone. And I disappeared. I don't really be nowhere. I just be in my house talking to myself like I am now. Or I'll read or I'll go home and visit my parents. Or I'll be working. Um, and then, you know, this point in my life, it's it's kind of like a, a rocky emotional roller coaster. And I don't like spreading that around. So I'll disappear and then I'll come back and be like, hey, how are you? And people will be like, girl, I ain't talked to you in two months. I'm fine, but we ain't cool. <laughs> Which, you know, you do have some friends where you can do that. I have one, Arielle. She's my roommate my freshman year of college. And we used to be able to go like, we can go like three months without talking. And when we talk, it'll be like, oh, girl, you alive? Yeah. Now we do talk more frequently. But it's never a, oh, where you been? Oh my gosh, you ain't checked on me. And I guess that's just the nature of the relationship that we have. And it's weird because that's what works for me. Every once in a while, she'll ask me, you know, are you alive? You breathing? How you feeling? All right, cool. But it doesn't bother me when she does that because that's the nature of our relationship. But it does bother me if I am always checking on one of my friends and always talking to her about her problems or him about his problems and when it's time for me to talk about what's on my mind they're not available or they're emotionally unavailable all the time or they're super busy or whatever whatever is wrong with them this week oh oh excuse me oh my goodness i am so sorry y'all it is only 9 30 but i was sleepy you know at six o'clock so whatever um so yeah so i'm working on myself i'm trying to figure out you know what it is that i need out of a friendship um and even you know a romantic relationship it's the same you can be a bad partner um if you disappear for you know a couple a couple weeks and you don't say nothing because <laughs> then you're not my partner anymore <laughs> So, you know, I'm, I'm trying to work on my, my people skills and my relationships with people that I have um, because I, I do realize that I'm not always the best friend. Um, I'm not always, you know, I'm not perfect. I don't um, always know the answer, but I'm working on it. So I came up with five, I guess, um characteristics that I would consider a good friend to have. So the first one is someone who understands um, who I am and accepts me. So, you know, someone who doesn't get mad at me for being me. So if I'm a silly person, you can't get mad at me for being silly. If you know that I'm not super confrontational and you decide that you want to run down the street and get into a fight with everybody, you should know that you know, I have your back and, you know, get in the getaway car. And if the police come, we're going to deny, deny, deny together. 
But I ain't never been in a fight, so I don't know what you expect me to do. If you get mad at me for being the person that I've always been, I'm going to feel like I can't be myself around you. Um, and sometimes I think that's another issue I have in regards to relationships that I have with other individuals. Sometimes they expect me to be somebody like them, and that's not who I am. I'm not super confrontational. I, I'm not super, you know, I'm, I'm silly. I'm not super serious all the time. I, I'm really ever, I'm rarely ever serious. Um, I'm a homebody. I don't want to go out every five minutes. I, I, I don't know. I mean, if you don't accept me for who, at who I am, then why are we friends in the first place? And a lot of people tend, not a lot of people, but there have been some people who I feel like um, they get frustrated or they get annoyed with me just being myself. And that's the problem. Um, and someone who challenges me in order to help me gr to grow. So, you know, if I have an opinion, if we're having a discussion and I have a an opinion, you know, I don't always need a yes man. Confrontation, to me, that's not confrontation. That's having a discussion. If I ask you for advice, I don't want you to tell me what I already know. I want you to have a different perspective. I want you to tell me, you know, to help me look at things from a different angle. I'm not always right, even though I feel like I am. I'm not always right. So if you're just telling me, oh, yeah, girl, yeah, girl, yeah, girl, you know, that's not helpful. And I used to be a yes girl. I used to be like, oh, that's so cute. Oh, yes, do that. Oh, yes, you're right. Oh, yes, you're perfect. But that's not helpful. And then you wonder why your friends haven't grown and your friends are staying the same or your friends are making the same mistakes over and over again because you're enabling them and you're helping them make those mistakes. So now if Alpha's not cute on my friend, no, girl, that's not the one. I don't think that's the one. It's not the one. That's not, that's not the cute outfit. No, girl, that hairstyle ain't right. No, your wig seem back too far. Like... No, I don't think you should act that way. I don't think you should go about it that in, in that way. I don't think you should do this. Like, if they ask you, it's not your job to be their yes man. You are their cheerleader. And I do need a cheerleader, but I also need someone who's going to tell me when I'm being foolish. Um, foolish in a negative way, because there is a good foolish, which is me being silly. Um, number three, um, someone who's supportive. You know, people say they're supportive, but people really ain't supportive out here. People say they're supportive, but people really ain't supportive out here. I said what I said. Next. Someone who respects boundaries. So, I've worked on putting boundaries. Putting, establishing boundaries. And... It was difficult at first because everybody's used to you doing whatever for so long. So one of my main, one of my first boundaries was dumping. Um, I can't be available to you 24-7 and allow you to just dump on me and crap on me when you feel like it. Now, a lot of times people don't mean to dump and crap on you. However, they still do because they don't know that they're doing it until you tell them. So I've had to go through the process I'm letting people know that I feel like I'm being dumped on and I am not their trash can or their landfill. And that is not my job. Another boundary I've been working on 
Um, and this is like very specific and it's no shade to nobody. I just talked to my friend Alexa about this today. Um, but talking to people at the, like early in the morning, lots of, not lots of people, but some of my friends call me at like, like when the sun come up. Now, sometimes I'm up cause I just worked out. Sometimes I am not nine times out of 10. I am not. When I wake up, I like to make my teeth, brush my teeth, wash my face, listen to a little bit of the podcast, get a laugh in or two. Um, not this podcast, but other podcasts I like to listen to. You know, get a good laugh in. Then I'll talk to you. But talking at, you know, 7, 8 o'clock in the morning, that's not going to work for me because one, not gonna have anything nice to say and two i'm not gonna know what you're talking about i'm not gonna care about what you're talking about i just want to take my dog out and adjust to the day that i'm about to have because once i go out in the world i have to have my own armor when i'm in my apartment this i i the walls are up so i need that time to myself so those are examples of you know respecting boundaries and knowing that it's nothing personal it's just something that i need in order for me to have a good day it's not because I don't specifically like talking to you or anybody else I just I just need to wake up I just need to open my eyes even like you know never mind <laughs> that's for another conversation um number five um honesty so this also kind of goes into being a yes man but someone that is honest and it's not the type of person to be like, well, I don't, I don't feel like we should be friends no more because I don't want to. Like, no, I need you to be honest with me. I need you to tell me, you know, if you if we're gonna be childish and say I don't want to be friends no more. I mean, technically, it's not childish because sometimes you gotta let people go. But if we're gonna do that and we are close, close, I'm not talking about acquaintances. I'm talking about friends almost family then I'm gonna need an explanation why you feel that way and I, I want some feedback just like I, if I was at work and something didn't go as planned I would ask my manager for feedback and I want feedback I want to know why you feel like I wasn't doing something I want to know what you feel like you needed from friendships to relationships whatever because it's a learning process and it's something that maybe I didn't know I was lacking you know if this is the eighth time we have this time conversation, then I totally understand why sometimes you might not want to have that conversation again. But sometimes it is the first time you have that conversation. And I feel like a lot of people have the habit of saying, I don't have to explain anything to you and I can do what I want. Which, as I said before, you could. But if you consider the person you're talking about, someone that you are close to, I don't think that's the best idea. So, those are just five things that I came up with, you know, spur of the moment. Um, if you, you know, have any bad friend habits, tweet me. Let me know. Comment on my Instagram post, whatever. If you also, you know, have any suggestions or your own char- list of characters. Oh, Jesus. Your own list of char- characteristics characteristics if you 
<laughs> I'm sleepy. I can't say characteristics. There it is. If you have your own list in regards to friendships, let me know. Because I really did think I was a good friend. I really thought that, you know, I was the best kind of friend that you could have. But it turns out, I don't know what I'm doing. Thank you for listening. Bye.